Thank you for joining our podcast today, Doing a 180. Today is our very first podcast and hopefully uh, many more to follow. Not sure why um, it has taken me this long except for living in fear that I'm not good enough or that nobody would want to listen to what I got to say uh, is why it took so long. So um, I thought I was going to talk about choices and excuses and I will later. I will talk about that at a later date. See, God's already told you that I'm going to be doing more. Um, but as I have been recording and re-recording and throwing things away, uh, God has told me I'm supposed to talk about PTSD today and my healing with the PTSD. In 2011, I was the target of a gang attack and beat up pretty badly and left for dead on the side of the street in Nashville, Tennessee. The gentleman has never been caught and because I teach in jails and halfway houses and things like that, he could show up any given time and tell me he did that to me and I would never know it based upon he never spoke, he didn't have any defining marks, and um, and therefore I would never be able to pick him up out of the lineup or anything. So all of a sudden as I'm talking and saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to talk about excuses and choices today. God's saying, no, you're going to talk about PTSD and healing today. And I said, okay, so here we go. So since 2011, um, my life has been one excuse after another or one choice after another as to how I've been doing ministry. And I've completely kind of shut down because I didn't know when I would have a panic attack. I didn't know when I would have an anxiety attack. My husband became my bodyguard. We went everywhere together. Ministry completely changed. And um, I no longer got to do what I loved because I allowed the fear that I was living in to become my prison. In my head, I wanted to go out and I wanted to start ministry again but my body would shut down. And now that I'm on the other side of this and I'm getting ready to relaunch our ministry, I'm realizing how much Satan did take away from me. How much I allowed Satan to use the excuses of the world. Well, you have PTSD, so you can't go back into situations. You have to be careful of triggers. You have to be careful of this. You have to be careful of that you know what? I don't anymore. And God has completely healed me of that. How? Through prayer. You see, in September of last year, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Because of the attack, I had come down with allergies, food allergies, which created an asthma-induced um, attack. Um, I'm sorry, a food allergy-induced um, asthma attack. And I have been in and out of, not ERs, but urgent care kind of things and doctor's offices for the last couple of years with breathing treatments and steroid shots and steroid packs and the list goes on and on. And it didn't matter if I was home or if I was traveling, I, I would have to show up and get these treatments. And my life and my quality of life just was not what I wanted. But it was my lot in life. I allowed that excuse that people said this was my new lot in life to become my reality. 
And in September, I was like, Lord, there's got to be more of this. You've created me more than sitting in my apartment, sitting in my house and wasting away. So I started praying for healing, but I was praying for healing for my allergies because I'll be honest, I miss eating pizza or having a big old glass of, of um, milk because because of the attack, I can no longer eat gluten and dairy and egg whites and corn and peanuts and soy and safflower, sunflower. I have to watch my carbs. I have to watch my sugars. Yes, I drink a lot of water, okay? Um, I've got my few items that I can eat. And um, I was just getting unhappy and I was so tired of having to watch everything. So I started praying for healing. And done a couple of different things and worked through some items in different parts of my life and just really was like, Lord, please bring it to my head, bring it to my mind. What is it? That's, why aren't you healing my, my body? Why aren't you healing me? Well, unbeknownst to me, he was healing me, but just not in the way I had thought. You see, in November, an organization out of Washington had invited me to go to Washington, D.C. to meet with our congresswomen. It was a day on the hill, and I was excited. This would be a great opportunity, right? But I can't do this because I have to go alone, and that's going to Washington, D.C. And then I was like, no, I want to do this. And I hadn't wanted to do something by myself in a very long time. Okay, this is 2017 we're talking about, okay? And the attack was in 2011. You do the math. And all of a sudden, before I know it, I have a plane ticket for a 6 a.m. flight for one to Washington, D.C. We had just come home from a trip and my husband was not too keen on the idea of taking me to the airport at 4 a.m. And I said, that was okay. I can do this. So I gotten some friends together and they told me how to do it and where to park and which one they trusted and, and I was like, and how to pay for it in advance. And I was, I was okay with this. So I get up, get ready and I head out, drive to the Nashville airport, park my car, get into a truck with a very strange, I mean, a, a van, whatever, a bus with a strange person at 4 a.m. and get to the airport, get through security and, um, fly off to Washington, D.C. Well, I had had some extremely explicit instructions. Number one, yes, I will go. It's got to be a day trip in and out. And somebody has to meet me at the airport and take me to where we're going. I was never going to be alone. I could handle this. Well, when I got to the airport, I realized there was a miscommunication and I was at the airport by myself and I had to figure out how to get to downtown DC to this meeting. Well, I could either take Uber, that didn't sound awesome, and or I could um, figure out mass transit. Well, that was a better option for me because I love mass transit. Don't ask me why, but I just do. And so I figured out the train with the help of a couple of people, bought my ticket, and off I went. So I get to the um, meeting place and the ladies in a meeting for another hour. 
And I'm like, okay. And they said, so um, you just go about, have a great day, and we'll see you back here in an hour. I think it was about an hour. Anyway, so my brain's going, yeah, this isn't going to work. But my body's going, hey, wait a minute. We're in D.C. We may never get back here. We need to go see this. And I had brought my camera so I could go take some pictures, but I didn't want to venture out too far. But I felt safe enough to venture out just a little bit. Well, let's just say I ventured out a lot and got back just in time for lunch before we had to go meet with the Congresswomen. And long story short, the day was amazing. I got back on the plane, got back home, got my vehicle, I'm driving down 65 South. I call my husband and I went, oh my goodness. I am not triggered. I don't have any anxiety. And I even walked downtown DC by myself. Yay, I'm healed. Well, I didn't want to get too excited, even though we did go out to celebrate for dinner. Um, but... It, Fast forward to August 2018, a friend had asked me to help her um, work a couple shifts at the fair because I had offered and um, she took me up on it. And so they were late shifts, meaning I wouldn't get off until like 10 o'clock at night. And so I go to the county fair and it's Thursday and um, it starts raining, it's downpouring and I am soaked by the time I get done helping her put everything put together and everything. And, um, and I'm walking to my car and it's dead. It's quiet. I mean, I'm really a lot of people out here and I have to walk and walk and walk to my vehicle and I get in it and I go home. I'm like, this is pretty cool. I had a great night and I'm not triggered. So Saturday, I work shift, and I'm great, and it's a 10-hour day, and I get done, and I'm walking back to my vehicle, and there's cars everywhere, and I can't remember where I parked. I never once panicked. I was like, all right, well, I guess I better start walking to figure out where I parked, because I thought I parked here, but I guess I didn't, and I just started laughing at myself. And then all of a sudden I get home and I'm like, I didn't get triggered. I didn't have any anxiety about even getting to and from my vehicle. You see, prior to this, I couldn't even go to a hockey game in downtown Nashville with my husband because the anxiety was so intense. The thought of having to walk down the street in the dark to get to the college, to the, you know, to where the hockey, um, game was and then to walk back even though we're going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people just the anxiety I couldn't even go downtown or go to a hockey game or go to a concert because the anxiety was so great so this freedom was amazing and it's God healed me because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and I started praying for healing. And I started telling God that I didn't feel I was created to become a hermit in my house 
because he had great things he wanted me to accomplish for his will. So why do I say all of that? Because you see, for the longest time I used it as an excuse as to why I couldn't do anything else. It became my reality for life. Now, has he healed me of all my allergies? No, not yet. I've been praying and I'm still going to pray. But I'm not in pain. And it doesn't take away my quality of life. Because... I just can't eat junk food, but give me a hamburger or a steak and chicken or some vegetables. I'm good. Um, but I felt somebody needed to hear this for my very first podcast <laughs> because this definitely would not have been the one I would have chosen. But I don't know who it is out there who needs to hear that God is hearing you. God is our ultimate physician. God is the great healer. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he hears us when we cry out. My challenge is though, do you believe? Do you believe in the healing power? Because for the longest time, I would say I would believe it. But then my doubt would creep in. And I'm not talking the healing power like, you know, the name it, claim it healing power of, you know, be healed and you fall down kind of stuff. I want scripture. And I want scripture to tell me and to show me because I want the truth of scripture. I'm not sure why God chose me to go through the attack I am not sure why God chose to heal me, but I do know that I will not allow fear of the unknown to paralyze me anymore. And I wish I could have said that even while I was going through the PTSD. I wish I could have said that even while I was healing, but unfortunately I let the fear of the unknown paralyze me to walking away from a ministry that God gave me clearly in 2003 because I said it was not going to work because I didn't have the faith and I allowed myself to make excuses that became my reality that I could not go back to, into ministry and into work. What is it that God is asking you to do today, but you are stuck in this paralyzed mind frame, this victim mindset that because the, the textbooks say this, or because somebody has spoken words over you that say you can't, you're going to allow that to trump what God says. You're going to allow that to take more authority and more weight than what God's word says. What is God's word saying to you today? What is God's word saying to you today? There are so many verses, so many um, great things in his word 
but you got to read it for yourself because whatever he speaks to me, it may not be for you. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It all starts with our mind frame and our mindset, the renewing of your mind. What is it that God's asking you today to do today, but the world's looking at you going saying, you're crazy? Is it a new ministry? Is it walking away from a relationship? Is it getting more active in your church, starting a Bible study? Or is it just to say, I no longer choose to be a victim of my own head? Because that's a great place to start. Because that's where I had to start. I hope you've enjoyed today. I would love to hear from you. Um, I would love to pray with you. And I pray this isn't our first and only podcast, but if there's a something that you would like me to speak on or to go into further detail, please message us, us, message us. And I hope you have an amazing day because Christ created you to do his good works, not what we want to do, but what he has created you to do. And he is asking you today to get off the start finish line, quit being paralyzed in your mindset and take one step in front of the other until you can actually run. Thank you and have a great day.